Hey everybody, welcome to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with your host, licensed Christian counselors, Dr. Kim and Naomi. Each episode, you will hear the truth of the Word of God in a relaxed, real, and authentic conversation that help you navigate the issues in life and help you stay in the lane God has for you. So grab your coffee and listen to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with Dr. Kim and Naomi. Button. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Stop. Okay. Oh so, dear. Yeah. Let Nail, me. Naomi. <laughs> let me share this this morning what I did. Okay. Well, then then we're gonna have a quick discussion about your ridiculous dream. You want to share that? Okay. Yeah, that's funny too. So two funny stories. Um, and you know me well, and uh, I, don't, I don't do needles, right? No, right. don't go near them. I didn't even have epidurals because I despise needles. Like I, that's wow. my phobia. Okay. No, it's called a fear. Name. Okay, it's a fear. Yeah. Uh huh. Call well, it what it is. Guess what I had to do this morning? I had to do acupuncture. Oh, nay. There is nothing to that. I've had it done. There are some spots that hurt, and, and I did cry. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I cried. You cried from an acupuncture I, I had, needle? I had to lay down, and they were only in my arms. And she was... Oh, my <laughs> she, goodness. She laid me down, put the lights out. I had my Jesus music going. Um, You're a and baby. I... And I, I started to get really nervous and it only tearing goes up like so and, far, Nay. And then you know, after three, I'm like, it's okay. It's not like a shot. These on the side are not good on the side of your wrist. Those are those didn't feel good, and I didn't appreciate it. <laughs> and I was about to run out of that room, and I, I had to pray. But hey, I got through it. So the lesson you lived. Is that I and I, got, I can guarantee you there's probably no blood drawn from that. There's some marks, but did you bleed out? Nay, <laughs> no. <laughs> I didn't look. I couldn't watch. She even put one in my head. Really? Yeah. I was like, you want to put it where? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's crazy. But um, okay. Well, so. I, I'm glad you survived acupuncture. Yeah. Naomi, I had a staple put in my ear, okay? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. I just can't do those things. I just can't. I, I just can't. Well, I'm, I'm glad you're safe. Yeah. So, you know, you can conquer fear. That is the counseling message here. <laughs> is <laughs> it? Is it? Because you're still fearful of needles. Just put your Jesus music on, pray, and go into your happy place. Okay. <laughs> Oh. What's your second story? Okay, so I had a dream that we were walking in the office together. <laughs> so I'm only looking, I'm behind you, and you dyed your hair black and got a perm, and the curls were so tight, it kind of looked like an afro. And it was horrible, and I didn't I know how this, to say it was horrible. I had this bad vision in my head. Yeah, because then you were walking down the hallway where the light was on. Uh-huh. And, it, you, you know, you... Okay, we're going to share that, yes, you dye your hair a lot. And it looked well, like... I it have was, to it because looked like the back I'm like 90%, 95% gray. What do I got? 
Oh, wow, Nay. I got a lot of gray. But uh, anyways, it, your hair was thinning out in the back of your head, and I didn't know how to tell you. It was a horrible haircut. It was, it was ugly. I'm just, like, curious. Like, why are you even dreaming about my hair? <laughs> I don't know. We probably spend too much time together. I probably look like Dora the Explorer with the perm. It, maybe we should explain to people that actually you're light-skinned and your hair is blonde and brown. So right. you were going to the total opposite, black hair, permed curl. It was so ugly. Man, I hope there's no dream interpretators out <laughs> right. there. Right, exactly. Oh, my goodness. Well, that would be kind of interesting, though. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, maybe we should get serious now. Should we? Okay. Yes. All right. So last week we talked about um, milk versus solid food. Mm-hmm. And we uh, also talked about the foundational doctrines of faith. So this podcast is going to be kind of a part two yeah. of, of all of that because we ran into some things that we thought, wow, this kind of goes with part one. Mm-hmm. And we need to share that. Yeah, and honestly, like earlier in the week, um, I know we ended on mentioning about the verse uh, 5 of Revelation 3, where it says, He who overcomes shall be clothed in white garments, and I will not blot out his name from the book of life, but I will confess his name before my Father and before his angels. Right. Well, the Lord kept putting on my heart to go back and research blot out, because it was just constantly on me. So I, I did my own research and going to scripture because there are different interpretations of how this reads, that it says, I will not blot out his name from the book of life. And even in our study notes, it says, I will not blot out his name assures the certainty of the Lord's promise. Book of life is God's eternal record of the redeemed. And as we did our research, one of the cross verses, um, because my thought, you know, and the Spirit was telling me, like, I'm thinking God could do whatever he wants. Sure. So how can you say he was just using that verbiage to assure of not being blot out? My thought was, well, he can blot out. Mm-hmm. God can do anything that he mm-hmm. wants to do. And, and I was like, let me find some scripture on that. Well, because, I mean, we could go down... Uh, a lot of different avenues with that because I think people would ask about well if he could blot out he could blot our name out um what does that mean for our salvation Mm -hmm. we could go down that road we could go down the predestination um road Mm -hmm. but man those are those are for one, another podcast, two, those are some deep topics. Yeah. Yeah, but I think to just kind of touch on what it means about I will not blot out, it took me to um, Exodus 32, Mm -hmm. 32 and 33. Right. Um, Do you have that? Yeah, I do. It It says um, in 32, Yet now if you will forgive their sin, but if not, I pray... And this is Moses speaking, blot me out of your book, which you have written. 
And the Lord said to Moses, whoever has sinned against me, I will blot him out of my book. Pretty plain to me. Right. Pretty plain to me that he can blot out. Yeah, and that kind of, that, um, which, let's just stay on the blot out, and then we're going to talk about the book. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, but then Romans 9, 3, let's just go over there. Romans 9, 3. Actually, should we start in 1? And go to three. Yeah, Yeah, that would make more sense. It says, I tell the truth in Christ. I am not lying. My conscience also bearing me witness in the Holy Spirit. Verse two, that I have great sorrow and continual grief in my heart. Mm. This this is Paul speaking, Mm -hmm. by the way. For I could wish, wish that I myself were accursed from Christ for my brethren, my countrymen according to the flesh, who are Israelites, Mm -hmm. to whom pertain the adoption, the glory, the covenants, the giving of the law, the service of God, and the promises. Mm -hmm. That goes to all the way to verse 4. Let's just back up. What what do we figure out accursed meant? Yeah, so accursed... And before we move on to a next scripture, um, Paul wasn't actually wishing that he be cut off from Christ because nobody wants that. He was really just like it said, such full of deep grief for them mm-hmm. that it virtually brought him to that point. Right. And I, we were kind of, you know, I was thinking about how Paul was a leader, just like Moses right. was leading the, the people. Right. Kind of like our, our day-to-day pastors where they're leading a group. Sure. And when you're a leader, I feel like in, when Paul was speaking this and Moses was speaking this, he loved his people. He loved right. the people that he was leading. And he was taking on responsibility and kind of like that ownership right. to where he got to that point of saying, you know, if I myself were a curse then from Christ for my brethren right. is what he's saying. Right. He actually didn't wish it or want it, but as being that leader kind of taking on that that responsibility. Right. You know? Yeah. Um. And then the the word accursed, so that we can kind of tie it in with blot out, it took us to 1 Corinthians 12.3 to explain what that that word accursed means. Um, What does that say? 12.3 says... Therefore, I make known to you that no one speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus accursed, and no one can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. And then the notes that we have, Mm -hmm. um, it says accursed, because you can also find this in Strong's number 331, um, it says, an animal to be slain as a sacrifice devoted to destruction. Because of its association with sin, the word had an evil connotation and was synonymous with a curse. 
um, and this is the part that really we understood. It says, in the sacrificial scheme, anathema meant alienated from God without hope of being redeemed. Without hope of being redeemed mm-hmm. means blotted out. Right. Yeah, so accursed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was uh, 1 Corinthians, we said 12.3, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, blot it out. You know, I think, I think people need to kind of sit on that because we don't, we don't want to be blotted out. Um, so I think it goes back to what we were talking last week of milk and solid food and, and really pressing into the Lord and your relationship with the Lord. And, um, well, because, you know, we originally started in Revelation and, you know, if you, if you go back and you read the letters to the churches, Mm -hmm. those are letters to us. Yeah, they are. You can't, you can't read that and think, well, those were letters to the churches back in the day. No. These are letters to us. And and let's just say this, you know, when when people, uh, if you would go to Revelation, starting in Revelation 2, that's where it starts the mm-hmm. letters to the churches. Mm-hmm. Um, seven churches, seven letters. But if you go and you read those different letters and then you ask the question, how does this apply to me? Mm-hmm. Because we've said this in, in our study, how do we see ourselves in these seven seven different churches? Right. Like what have we done? Right. Have you been loveless right. before? Uh-huh. Have you been persecuted church? Um, have you been compromising? Right. It's a big one. Did you compromise your faith or compromise a sin or justify it? Right. Um, you know, were you a corrupt church mm-hmm. at one time? Mm-hmm. Were you, you know, giving into sexual immora- immorality or things that were an idol to you? Right. What's your idol today? What's consuming all your time is an idol. Mm-hmm. Um, a dead church, that's where we're at in chapter 3. Right. Were you alive on the outside but dead on the inside? Yeah. Are you just going through the motions? Right. Are you going through the motions just by going to church? Or are you doing are you doing things during the week to draw you closer to the Lord? The solid food. Right. 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 It's the solid food. And we're all called to that because we once you once you um, accept Jesus Christ into your heart, you can't stick him on a shelf. You know, this walk with the Lord is not easy. Right. But we still have to persevere. Right. And we have to do our part. Like we always mm-hmm. say, we have to do our part so mm-hmm. God right. does his part. Yes. Yes. We can't just be passers-by. Because it's, it's a relationship. It's, a, it's a, not a one-way relationship. It's, it's both ways. And God, again, 
does not force us. We have our free will. Right. It doesn't force us to love him. Mm-hmm. You know, like we even teach that love is a choice. Yeah. It's not a feeling. It's an action. It's Yeah. It's an action. So, And I mean, Jesus, he performed an action to show us his love. And that mm-hmm. was him choosing to die on that cross. Right. And so we have we have to choose actions. Yes. Yes. Actions of love. Right. And one of those is studying the word of God. I don't know how if you don't read the word of God and I'm not judging here, but I don't know how you understand and know who he is. Mm-hmm. Can you know? I just I I feel like uh, the Holy Spirit wants us to look at the Psalm that we just mm, yeah we just uh, read, which was Psalm what was that one thirty nine? Let's yeah. just look at that real quick here. Talking about we need to know who the Lord is because um, He knows us. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go to Psalm 139 in our Bibles, it says God's perfect knowledge of man. Um, let me just read the first, Mm -hmm. first few scriptures. It says, Oh Lord, you have searched me and know me. You know, my sitting down and my rising up, you understand my thought afar off. You comprehend my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. For there is not a word on my tongue, but behold, O Lord, you know it all together. Hmm. Read verse 5 also. Yeah, verse 5 says, You have hedged me behind and before and laid your hand upon me. That's beautiful. Yeah, and um, Elisa who was in our prayer group today, um, said that hedged meant that he encloses us, mm-hmm. which Surrounded. I love that, right? Yeah. He, surround, he surrounds us. He yeah. surrounds us with his love and his grace and his mercy. Um, and I like how Laura in our prayer group mentioned that she, when people are in trouble and times yes. of, of, of heartache, yeah. she'll insert their name because it, it is. You do need to make it personal when you read this you book. You do. You do. You do need to say, oh, Lord, you have searched me by putting your name there. Yeah. So it makes it personal because mm-hmm. what's amazing is that God wants to know us well. It's not that we just want to know him well. He wants to know us well. And actually, he, he does, does know, know us, us well, well, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, he knows us well, but I believe he wants us to know him just as much as he knows us. Yeah. The only way we're going to do that is to be in his word. Right. Um, you know, so. So do that. Make it, yeah. insert your name as with as if he's talking directly mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. That's what I did with my life verse, and I have it written in my Bible mm-hmm. um, as a as a reminder Right. So we know this thing about blotted out, um, but what are we blotted out of? Yeah. So who is in? Yeah, and who is he blotting out? What, how do you get blotted out? Yeah, Let's which just... we kind of did touch on that last podcast. That if you're willfully and deliberately sinning, and, and those that actually do reject Christ, you're um, blotted out. 
But but yeah, read what the Book of Life is because we're only going to touch on two books. Right. One is called the Book of Life, and the other is the Lamb's Book of Life. Right. So what's the Book of Life? So the Book of Life it records the name of every individual ever born, mm, ever born. Simple. So, yeah. I, I actually thought that when in my very early journey is that the Book of Life might just be. The book of life of mm-hmm. everyone that's ever been alive. It says also, um, those who fail to exercise faith prior to death are blotted out of the book. So say that again. Those who those who fail to exercise faith prior mm. to death are blotted out of the book of life, which that means there's a spiritual death um, and eternal damnation. Um, if you made Jesus your Lord and Savior and you are saved, you're a born-again Christian um, that has shown fruit and worked out your salvation, working out your salvation, mm-hmm. then your name is copied over to the Lamb's Book of Life. Mm-hmm. So the Lamb's Book of Life records only those individuals who are predestined for salvation. None of the names written in this book are ever blotted out. Mm. Let's look at Revelation 13, 8. I don't think that's one that I had written down, but um, 13, 8. It says, All who dwell on the earth will worship him, whose names have not been written in the book of life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. So there's two books, the mm-hmm. book of life and the Lamb's book of life. Um, yeah. We definitely mm-hmm. want to be in the Lamb's book of life. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some other scriptures. Can I just name them? Yeah. So people can, um, um, they could go back and reference them. Um, so go back to Exodus 32:33. We read that one. Yeah, we mm-hmm. read that one, right? Yep. Um, Revelation 21:27, Revelation 22:9 through 10, and then 19. Revelation 20:11 and 15. Uh, Philippians 2, 12 through 18, and 4, 2 through 3. You could also go to Luke 10, 20. We've talked about Revelation 3, 5. Uh, we could look at Revelation 17, 8, 2 Peter 3, 10 through 13, and mm. Psalm 69, 28. Mm-hmm. It all talks about the book of life and the lamb's book of life right so we definitely want to be in those books and yes. work on our salvation work on our faith you know i know again i'm going to repeat it's not works that get us saved it's That's right. what jesus did on the cross mm-hmm. but we also have an obligation to um like all these letters to the church says to persevere mm-hmm. to to have faith to believe to bear fruit um, you know, to go therefore and make disciples, all these things that are commanded in here for us to do. And 
when you get to know God well, you want to do those things. Yeah. It doesn't then become hard because you love him deeply enough right. to, to want to obey. We have to obey him. Yeah, well, we do. We have to obey. We have to listen and then obey what he's telling us. But the only way we are going to hear from the Lord is if if we get to know who he is. Right. And, you know, the scriptures are there for a reason. It's for us to learn. This is our life instruction manual. Yeah. And if we're talking about eternal salvation, why do you want to take a chance? Right. Why do you want to why do you want to live on the edge and be like, ah, I kind of skated through? Mm-hmm. Why take that chance? Well, and I think it's as we, you know, talk about this, we can't just go to church on Sunday. You know, we can't just watch church online and call it good. He has so much more for us. Yeah. It's it when you when you get to know him well and you have that deep desire, you're going to want to just dive deeper. You're going right. to want to do more. Right. It's not a it's not a I have to do. It's not that. But let me also say, you know, uh we're not perfect by any means and you know, sometimes life life pulls you in so many different directions. Um, but this is about, it's about a lifestyle, a mm-hmm. lifestyle change and putting this in your everyday, you know, putting Jesus, making Jesus a part of your everyday. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't make you do it alone. No, no, he puts. So in- don't, don't think you have to be perfect and then get into the word or then come to him. He wants you to. He wants you yeah. as you are. Yeah. I always tell clients, wherever you're at is yeah. where you start your prayer. That's, yeah. Wherever you're at. Mm-hmm. If it's you're struggling with finding, making him a priority, pray that. Right. I know it sounds crazy, but pray, Lord, I, I want to I wanna love you. I want you to be a priority in, mm-hmm. my, in the first part of my day. Help me to do mm-hmm. that. Right. You know? People uh, have so much going on in life right now, and... Now that school has started and some people have kids at home, um, you know, there's a lot going on. But if you want the Lord to be a part of your life, then you've got to put in your part too. Yeah. You know? Let's end on uh, 1 Corinthians. This is a a really good scripture that I have um, come to memorize. And because I discovered it, because again, the... The word is alive. And I wrote a note. I discovered it on May 25th, 2020. And it says, it's again, 1 Corinthians eleven thirty one. We should all do this. It says, for if we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged. Mm. So that again goes with, we need to reflect at the end of the day. Is there anything we need to repent of? Is there anything that we need to ask for forgiveness? And it's not just our actions. It's even our thoughts. Thoughts, words, behaviors. Yes. Attitude. Uh All that. So at the end of the day, judge yourself so that we will not have to be judged for that. Right. Right. Yeah. we, We have to look inward. We definitely have to look inward and... And make those adjustments where yeah. we where we need to make them. Yep, absolutely. We have um, a, a retreat coming up tomorrow, mm-hmm. and um, 
I just know it's going to be good. Yeah, we're looking forward to that. We are. This has been a good, a good conversation. We could probably talk for hours yeah. on this, but we at least wanted to put that out and put the scriptures out there. So. Yeah. So we hope you have a great day. Yeah. Until next time. That's right. Have a great day. Thank you for joining Dr. Kim and Naomi on Uncomplicated Truth Talk. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. For any comments or questions, please feel free to contact them at askthecounselors at gmail.com. Until next time, this is Uncomplicated Truth Talk.